I love writing about evil characters. So much fun. But evil characters need a lot of different kinds of traits. So today, I'm gonna ask you, does your evil character have some of these traits? Maybe ones that you didn't think that they should have or think about including in that evil characterization. Evil characters are so delicious. Real evil people, not so much. And the book world, the fictional world, is full of bad people, evil people that we love, love to hate. My question to you today is, does your evil character have enough evil traits? Hi, I'm Autumn Bardot, and this channel is all about writing tips, author tricks, and, you know, living your best author life. And today you'll have to excuse me, I've lost my voice. I don't know how long I will lose <laughs> I will lose it for. So I'm just gonna power through this video and when I start coughing, um, or it totally goes, I'll drink some water and uh, I'll cut that part out. <laughs> for many of us, writing is a passion and it's something we try to squeeze in during our very busy day doing a bunch of other things. And that's why I created the channel. If you like this kind of content, please subscribe and hit that notify button because YouTube then will let you know that I have uploaded new content. And if you have already subscribed, thank you so much. And if you like what I have to say today, just give me a thumbs up, that would be great. I would love if you would join our writing community here. Okay, back to evil. Evil with an E characters. Number one is that they enjoy the misfortune of others. It makes them happy. They like to see people suffer, be upset, have hard times. And they aren't going to be shy at all about creating more misfortune for your characters. Think about it. Don't we even know some people who just... They just love some good dirt. They just love to hear about something like gone wrong with somebody. Mm-mm-mm. Number two is they are cruel. It can be cruel comments, fighting, gaslighting, hurting people, physically hurting people, spiritually, mentally, psychologically hurting people, or they can be cruel to their pets. Mm-hmm. Or to old people, to the poor, to the infirm, the wounded, the weak, the disabled. You know, people that they see as weak and unable to protect themselves. They're cruel to them. They're controlling. You have to do what they say. Do what they like. Agree with them or else. What they really want to do is control every facet of your life, including your feelings. They are master manipulators. They might seem nice at first. However, they are pros at the manipulation game. They'll fool people with their manipulation. 
It's just that they want to get something out of somebody. Maybe it's a job, the secret key, an introduction. So how else is your evil character showing their evilness? Maybe you can even throw in or sprinkle in a little bit of foreshadowing. If they're being nice, they want something and they're being manipulative. Number five is that they scorn, belittle, downplay, and criticize others. They can criticize or belittle somebody's appearance, their intellect, their dreams, their goals, anything about them really, anything to make them feel bad about themselves or not good enough. Number six is evil characters feel no remorse. They're not sorry. They're never sorry. They make up reasons why it's somebody else's fault, but it's never, never theirs. In fact, it's probably the person that they're arguing with. Number seven is that they don't like boundaries. They do bad things. They do things, bad things, taboo things. Once again, that's going to depend upon what culture, time period, and genre you're writing. They do immoral things that others never even dream or think about doing. But it's there in their head, and they do it. Personal boundaries, religious boundaries, moral boundaries, ethical boundaries. They don't have that line. They don't walk that line. They cross that line because there is no line. Look at all the good characters on your favorite TV shows or books, and they don't cross that moral, ethical line, do they? They never will because there's a line and they won't cross it. The evil person has absolutely no qualms about crossing that line. I've been watching The Last Kingdom, and one of the things I love about Uhtred, son of Uhtred, is that at least I think he says it, or a bunch of characters will say, I gave my word. It is a line they will not cross, and they will never cross it. And so a lot of times in the show, we have to figure out how are they still going to succeed to win, and yet not cross that moral, ethical line. They always manage to have success without crossing it, but we know they're good people at their core because they will never cross that line and do something immoral, ethical, or evil. And number eight is kind of related to number seven. They have no moral compass. So it's more than just a line. They don't even... Morals? What's that? They have no ability to judge right from wrong. It's skewed. It's fuzzy. They have no inner guidance system of values and ethics that allows them to judge what is right and what is wrong. No sense of responsibility. And you know it, they are quick to blame others. Number nine, evil characters are dishonest and not the ones we say in polite society so as to spare someone's feelings. No, that's not the kind of dishonesty I'm talking about. Their dishonesty is a way of life. 
Big lies, little lies, in-between lies. Lies of omission, half-truths. They use them all. And after a while, people don't know if it's a lie or not. And when they're caught in a lie, they gaslight big time. They blame others. They double, triple, fourple down. They lie about themselves. They lie about others. They lie because they have an agenda, whether they know it or not. They twist facts, stretch the truth, dilute the truth, leave out important details, whatever it is. I think I gave you a lot of examples. <laughs> it's a form of lying. And I think it can also be a big tell. So if your evil character is lying and the reader picks up on it or other characters pick up on it, why are they misleading another character? Number 10, your characters will warn about the evil person. They'll say they're evil. Don't trust them. Maybe it was their ex or their spouse or their child or a business partner, whatever it may be, somebody will warn them. The thing is, will your character believe them? Yeah, probably not. At least in the beginning. Number 11 is that your characters will feel strange around them, or at least your main character will feel strange around that evil person. Something's off, it's, it's just not quite right. You know how animals can sense when somebody is bad, like your dog or your cat? They know when someone means their owner's harm. We have that too. So is your character going to have that feeling? That would be a great showing opportunity instead of telling the emotion, the showing of that emotion, right? The hair on their arm goes up. Something just doesn't feel right. You can have a lot of fun. Um, describing that feeling. The body senses evil. Your character's head might not understand it, but somehow their gut feels it. Number 12 is that the evil person is a bad friend. Friendship for them is just another way to get something out of someone, to use someone, to use someone for their purposes. Or perhaps they just love the misery that the other person is in. We know friends, we, we know people, right? Who when everything is going great, they're your friend. But the moment something is bad, they're not your friend anymore. Or conversely, they're only your friend when bad things are happening and when great things are happening for you, they don't like you very much anymore. The evil person friend, they're just not around when you need them. Number 13 is that the evil person will gaslight. I think I've mentioned that before. They confuse and their whole thing is to create a lot of conflict. They thrive on it. That's their secret sauce. Because when your evil person confuses your character, when they make them conf feel confused or conflicted or uncertain or they're vacillating about something, then that evil person with their evil intent has power over them. And the evil person, they like power. We ended on 
13 because I think that's an appropriate number for an evil person. Do you have some other traits that evil people might have? I'd love to know. Please leave a comment. If you learned something today, I would love if you would give me a thumbs up. If I gave you something to think about or something else to put into your evil person to kind of foreshadow or kind of weave in little bits of parts before people actually know they're evil, that would be great. I will see you next week, but until then, remember to dream. <laughs> Evilly. <laughs> Create evil with intention and embrace that evil character. Bye-bye. <laughs>